Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode on Grieving Moms Podcast. Today, I want to talk about accepting help. This is episode number 106. Why is it so hard to accept help? Why is it so hard to be in a place of receiving and letting others help you? That's what I want to talk about today. I know that this is not an easy task for any of us. And I know that when Aria died, that I truly had to let go of all of my pride. It really felt like to accept help meant that I was weak, that I had to learn to let go of the pride. And I realized actually how amazing it was that all of these people were helping us in this truly horrific time in our lives and how much we needed that help. The benefits of allowing others to help is amazing because that means you can take a step back and take time for yourself to grieve because that's what we all need to do, right? We need to grieve. And I guess you don't have to, you don't have to if you don't want to, but if you don't take that time to grieve, the grief is still there, whether you let yourself grieve or not. And so I guess that's up to you. But when you let others help you, then you can let go of the excuses of like, I don't have time to grieve or I have too many other things I need to do. Sometimes you have to allow that help or find that help so that you can make the time to grieve because your mental and physical health is so important and grief affects both your mental and your physical health. One thing I really struggled with when people were helping us was feeling like I needed to repay all of those people who helped us. So it's almost felt like I was in debt to those people. I would think of each specific person and I would feel guilty that I wasn't able to help them if something came up for them in their lives. If you know, I saw that they were grieving or they had something else. And I was like, oh my goodness, I should be helping them because they did so much for me. But what I was told by somebody was that I don't need to worry about repaying each person who helped me, but to help others when I had the energy and capacity to do so. Sometimes we're in a position in our lives to help a lot. And sometimes like when we're in deep grief, we have no energy to help others. But we are the ones who need the help, right? So it all depends on your life circumstances. It's like if we all help each other when we can, then that's the repaying that you might not be able to repay that specific person, but you can give forward to someone when the time presents itself to you. So that has truly been an eye opening thing for me because it's easy to get into this. Like if somebody does something for you, that you need to do something back for them. Like all of a sudden you're in debt to them because they did something for you. But how do, how good does that feel? Like 
I don't like that feeling of needing to be in debt. So then you don't even want to get the help because you're like, well, if I let somebody help me, then I'm going to have to repay them and I don't have the energy to repay them. So I don't even want to accept the help. Um, it, it truly doesn't really feel that good, but obviously if it works for you, you can, you know, repay them and you can help them, but it's not about having to help that specific person, but that when something comes up, when you have the energy that you can help someone else. So we all like to be the one to help. I know how good it feels to give and to help others when they are going through a rough time in their lives. I know that we like to help as humans. We want to do good. We want to help. But none of us wants to be on the receiving end because that means that we are the ones going through the rough patch. We are the ones who are the ones needing help. It's almost like the pride of giving and helping others is so good, but it's quote unquote bad to be on the receiving end because you're the one, you know, that is needing the help. It doesn't really feel good to be the person who's needing help because that means that you are going through a really rough time in your life and none of us want to be doing that, right? So here's something to think about. Um, It can be intense if you are especially somebody who excuse me, I guess I had to get a yana. Um, So if you are the one who is the, I want to say chronic giver, like you're the one who's always giving, who's never receiving, um, that if you cannot receive help from others without question, then when you are helping someone in need, you are not giving freely or without judgment. So if you are giving and giving, but you cannot receive help, then you are placing judgment on those people that you are helping because you cannot allow yourself to receive. It's a two-way street and to give freely, you also need to receive freely. So I know that that can be really a tough thing to swallow and maybe you don't agree with me, but I truly believe that myself, that if you are not able to receive then you are not giving freely. So imagine what it's like. This is another way to maybe if, you know, especially because you're listening to this podcast that you are in grief and maybe people are helping you or you you feel like you need to get help, but you haven't quite allowed yourself to take that step yet in your life. Um, imagine what it's like to help someone, like how good that makes you feel. Notice what it feels like to give without expectation, but because you really want to help, because you want to give. And notice how good that makes you feel. In a giving and receiving situation, there needs to be someone to give, and then there needs to be someone to receive. And if everybody only wants to give, then there's no one to receive. There's no one to to take that giving. And so when you are on the receiving end, but you don't allow others to help you and you don't receive what they're offering, you are denying them the opportunity to feel good and to help you. I know that there's so much in there. There's so much deeper of why it's so hard to receive, why it's so hard to accept help. But I really want to encourage you to allow others to help you, to open yourself up to being vulnerable and letting go of your pride. We are truly not meant to do life alone and the people around you, 
love you and want to help you. And I want to say this, that allowing and receiving help also includes, it might include you seeking help. So it might not even just be, you know, people giving help to you, like coming to you and say, here, I want to help you in this way. But it might be that you realize on some level that you need help, uh, but you have to let go of that pride of needing to accept that help or get that help. So it might be seeking help, like working with me in a one-on-one setting or group coaching setting or therapy or joining a support group or joining a program or whatever it is that you're taking that steps to accepting help in your life and really acknowledging that you can't do this alone, that you are letting go of the pride that you need the help. Um, it really can come in many forms that accepting that help and really sometimes you need to to seek it and to make room for the help, but you still have to be open to receiving the help in order to get help. I really hope, I really, really hope you'll begin to notice where you need help and either let it in, seek it out or invest in it because it's a beautiful thing to get help. I always say that getting help and allowing others to help you is one of the most courageous things that you can do because none of us likes to admit that we need help right? It's becoming vulnerable and acknowledging that everything is far from okay and really letting yourself, I I can't even describe the feeling. It's really letting go of the pride and letting go of that and being open to being vulnerable and acknowledging that, okay, I'm not doing okay and I do need help. And here's the thing, we all have times and periods where we're not okay. And when you can accept the help, then you are able to get back into a place where you can help others. But again, it's a two-way street with giving and receiving. I mentioned my one-on-one coaching and group coaching setting a bit earlier, but my group session, my group is in session now. But if you want to work with me one-on-one and do two coaching sessions a month, you can go to carryinggriefcoaching.com where you can learn more about that. And if you have any questions about the things I offer, the programs, the coaching, you can feel free to message me at hello at meganhilliga.com. And that's all I have this week. I really hope you will practice opening up to accepting help. So take care, my friends. See you next week. If you have found support, encouragement, and changes on your grief journey from this podcast, I want to invite you to come check out Stop Talking, Start Feeling. It's my mini workshop that takes what I talk about on this podcast and really brings it to a tangible, practical level. It dives into emotions and thoughts and how you can begin to process and move through them. There are also sections on releasing and processing sadness and guilt, which so often come up after your child dies. Join me over at www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. That's stoptalkingstartfeeling.com.